Hello, everybody, and welcome to one of the most special episodes of the Never Games that we've had yet. This is recorded live from night one at NeverCon 2021 in front of a live audience. We filled up the Dave Matthews Duncan Honey Mustard Memorial Auditorium. Uh, we actually recorded like 13 episodes. We finished out the season. Unfortunately, though, on our way home, Tom needed to crash land our pontoon boat, our luggage got flooded, and the hard drive with all of the recordings kind of got ruined. So this is all we have for evidence of NeverCon. If you were there and got any recordings of anything other than the first episode, please send it to us. We'd love to have it. But during today's episode, Tom is by Tom off his debut album, Tom. Trevor thinks sports need more bondage, and Noel hears voices up ahead. This is Season 3, Episode 7, live from NeverCon 2021! Y'all having a good time? Yeah, we are. Yes, we can tell. We know we can tell. Oh, oh my God, I am so excited to see all of you here. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, this is exciting. It's been too long since we've been able to do a live show, and I'm just, let's let's go. Let's do this. Yeah, well, yeah I'm ready to just jump right in. You guys ready? Let's yeah. All right. Oh, I love to hear it. Let's go. You guys ready to dive into your favorite? You know it. You love it. It's theme between the lines. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who aren't familiar with this game, you're not at NeverCon. If you are at NeverCon, <laughs> you know this game. And we've got a secret theme to the, the next five questions I'm going to be asking these guys up on stage with me. There's a, there's a hidden theme in there. Uh, if you think that you know the hidden theme to this week's special theme between the lines, you can hit us up on social media at the underscore never underscore games, shoot us an email, or find me in room 27B. <laughs> but which you gave them your real room? <laughs> no, that's that's just the... That's Noel's room. <laughs> that's, <laughs> the Noel's room. <laughs> that's the room we just have a trap door waiting for them. <laughs> All right. Everybody ready to play? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right. I guess so. Question numero uno. At the start of the song Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath from their album Black Sabbath, bells toll <laughs> and, and thunder sounds for how many seconds? Wait, wait, wait. Black, oh. Black Sabbath did not make a song called Black Sabbath. Yeah. No. From their album Black Sabbath. <laughs> well, I, I, okay, that's that's more in a, I feel like this would be more in the, the musical zeitgeist. Like, people would think, know about this. I think people Somebody do. probably does. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. So your three choices are A, 15, B, 24, and C, 37. All of those are so dumb. How many seconds do the bells and thunder told before the song even starts? 15, 24, 37. And you said seconds, I'm going right? Not, uh, not measures? Seconds. I'm going 37. Trevor going 37. I'm going to go yeah. the, the middle, 20, 24. All right. The correct answer is C, 37. Point Jesus. for Trevor. Yeah. First point of Evercon. Make some noise. <laughs> I don't know why I'm Aziz on sorry. Guys, for chill this. out. That doesn't predict anything. God. <laughs> it's like you already won. <laughs> All right. Question number two. What is the atomic number of radium? A, oh, 12, shit. B, 56, or C, 88? Uh, 88. Uh, Trevor going 88. Yeah. Radium. I'm going to go 88 also. I was thought it would be a noble gas, but I think that's radon. Radium is near uranium and all the other radioactive elements in the bottom 88 yeah, yeah. That, i mean you're you're right about that noel radium is a noble gas and radium is radioactive and oh. the correct answer is 88 hey yeah points around two for two i'm just glad i learned something before i dropped out of college <laughs> one of my two majors chemistry <laughs> dumb subjects all right well hopefully it'll help you with this question too question number three in judaism at what age is a boy considered a man a full member of the faith and receives a bar mitzvah to signify this i did it, minor in religious studies so this is good is it a 13 <laughs> b 15 or c 16 Sorry, I, say those. I'm pretty sure I know this one. 14, 15, or 16? 13, 15, 16. 13. Noel's going 13. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 13. Yeah, it's the whole, the mitzvahs. Yeah, it yeah. is 13 is the, the correct answer. The bar mitzvah, to be specific. The bar? Yes. Okay. You guys Schnapps. just gave that to him. Jesus, that wasn't even that funny. <laughs> All right, here's another one that it might be up your alley. I don't know. In 2020, Major League Baseball increased the number of players that can be on a roster prior to September 1st up to 26. Uh, after September 1st, the number goes way up to 40 uh, as the postseason uh, starts. What was oh, the right. previous cap? Is it uh, A, 20, B, 23, or C, 25? This... A I appreciate this question because it's something that happened recently. We both like sports, but this is hard for I hope not just me. Yeah, I. This is this so is baseball changed the number of people who can be on their roster last year. Last year, they raised the okay. cap up to twenty six. That sounds like a really small number. I thought baseball teams were huge. No, it's uh, maybe it's just because like every member of the organization wears the jersey. Yeah, figure like, like oh yeah, there's that post postseason like, when you get up to forty, that number almost doubles. Jeez. Well, I knew that. Um, yeah, Trevor, picture it's uh, you have nine starters, nine relievers, and you know some some you know here and there guys. 
Huh. I'm, I'm just going to say 25. I'm going to wait. Trevor, oh, man. Trevor going with 25. I was going to say 25 as well. You can if you'd like. What question number is this? This is question number four. Oh, okay. Yeah. Out of how many? Out of five. five. Right? Yeah. yeah uh, so okay. We, we can still. We can. I'm, I'm sweeping it right now, so, you know. All right. The correct answer is 25. They only raised that cap by <laughs> one. Jeez. That's a point for both Noel and Trevor. After four rounds, Trevor has four. If he can get this next one, it's the sweep. Yeah. Bonus Nebuchadnezzar point. point. Double wait, points. wait, wait. Double no. points. Double points. Double points. You guys are missing the bigger issue. How many points do I have? You have three, Noel. Yeah, so we can still potentially tie. <laughs> it's a possibility. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got one prepared if, uh, okay. if that's the case. I think that you guys you probably are going to be able to get this. Uh, yes. Dude. <laughs> what, is, what is the width? Yeah. What is the width in millimeters of film in traditional analog photography and Motherfucker. film? Motherfucker. Is it I'm gonna A, go last. 27, B, 35, C, 39? Trevor, don't get it right. Trevor, don't get it right. Trevor, don't get it right. Can you say those numbers again? Yeah. The answers are uh, A, 27, B, 35, and C, 39, within millimeters of traditional film. Also, if you want, if you want to do it in centimeters, it's 2.9 centimeters and 3.5 centimeters and the other number of centimeters. 3.9. 3.9. If that helps you, that's a hint. <laughs> well, we'll give that to you as a hint. Well, you seem to know this, and you didn't say uh, the 39, which means that's probably not the right answer. <laughs> it's not funny. If you get this right, Trevor, remember, it's a sweep. I know. I'm, I'm struggling here. God damn it. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just, I'm really nervous in front of this crowd. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's okay, Trevor. Remember, you don't have to be nervous. They're all picturing you in your underwear. It's probably because I'm in my underwear. <laughs> I do want to remind Get, sit, everyone sit in the down, cover that I, up. I do want to remind everyone <laughs> in the audience that we have signed pictures of Trevor in his underwear out in the lobby for merch. Get it while you can. Not know about this. There's a limited print. <laughs> There's a limited printing, so once they're gone, they're gone. We've got we've got 11 by 10 and 8 by 12. Uh, as well as shower curtains with Trevor in his underwear. <laughs> I'm going 2.9. Trevor going 2.9. <laughs> no, what do you think it is? Three. 3.5. Damn it! No. <laughs> the correct answer: 35 millimeters. God damn it! Sweet God, oh my God. God. The tie first game, in, the first game in NeverCon, the first tie, the first overtime. This is too <laughs> perfect. All right, let me pull up my bonus question here. What is the twentieth prime number? Is oh, it God. A seventy-one, B seventy-three? <laughs> I, so I started counting on my hands the prime numbers, and I got to nine. And then you then you started with a seventy and like no, there's no way I'm gonna. <laughs> so yeah, A seventy one, B seventy three, C seventy seven. Oh jeez, 
71, 73, 77? Yes. I'm going to say 73. Trevor's going 73. That can't be right. The 10th prime number is 29? They really one, bunched three, up at the front there. 1357. Oh, no, not think... 9. 9 is not a prime number. No, one, three, I don't five. think 1 is a prime number either. It's not. Z- zero. I don't fucking know. Zero is also not a prime number. Fine. Three, five, seven, nine. Not nine. <laughs> three, two. Three. He skips two. Fine. Whatever. Two, three, <laughs> five, nine, eleven. Not 17. nine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know what? Fuck all this. What, what were the options again? Seventy-one, seventy-three, seventy-seven. And what did Trevor say? 73. I'm going to say 71. The correct answer is 71. Oh, yes! A come from behind victory! And the first point of never come. I was about to sweep it. (laughs) So 73 is the 21st prime number, which makes them twin primes. Because there are two odd numbers that are both prime numbers next to each other. All right. That means the winner of this game is Noel... Uh, Comfort yes. behind victory, yeah! yeah Make some noise for you. Noel! This, might, this might be... Congratulations, Noel. I was going to say this might be my first come from behind victory, but I don't want to... If you think you know the secret theme to this week's theme between the lines here at NeverCon! Yeah! Hit us up on social media! The underscore never underscore games. Email hello at thenevergames.com or give us a call on the phone. <laughs> that number is 406 Games 24 406 426 3724. And everybody out there in the audience, you can go to the Theme Between the Lines booth. That's booth number 68. And submit your answers for a chance to win a free NeverCon t-shirt. Trevor's mom yeah. is running the booth. She's very nice. Her name is Pam. Give her, give her all your best. She's working hard <laughs> yeah. out there. She is. She is. Yeah. She's getting paid very well, too. She's union. I, I mean, didn't realize that. Yeah, but. more than us. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the Never Games. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome. My name is Trevor. I am the CEO of Stickerbox Studios and the producer here at the Never Games. My name is Tom O'Brien, and this week I'm NeverCon Zor! (laughs) (laughs) Why do you declare yourself that? I'm the one wearing the crown, Trevor. You're already losing by one point. (laughs) (laughs) And I am Noel McGinnis, and do I have to say it? This is the. And this is the Never Games, the number one podcast of Boca Raton, Scotland. Are you serious? Yes. Yay. Thank you. Yay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, man, we've, we've had such a wonderful time in your town of Boca Raton, Scotland. We, 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 we love the con. We love the town. We love everything about it. It's, it's been amazing. Hello, everybody. Wait, uh, hold on. I'm getting something in my ear. We've got breaking news. We need to we need to send over to this. On the line, I've got me out there in the con. <laughs> what, what do you got for us, me? Tre- Trevor, can you hear me? Trevor, are you there? Yeah, yeah. This Tom. This is this is Tom. Tom, doing, yeah, buddy? I can hear you. Good. I don't know why you wouldn't be able to. I'm over here at the Noel McGinnis Virtual Experience, 
where uh, fans put on VR headsets and live a day in the life of Noel. This is an incredibly popular event. It has been for years. It's skyrocketing in terms of popularity since Noel is currently leading the season. The line is miles long. The VIP and celebrity guest wait is over an hour. It's absolutely crazy. I just ran into Jim Gaffigan. He asked for my photo and an autograph. I told him it was $5. He didn't have it on him. Whatever. But I wanted to let you guys all know that I just spoke to Venue Security, and they expect that we might break a world record this year for most people at a podcast convention. What? That's amazing. Wow. That's incredible. Uh, If only we gave away pictures of of Trevor in his underwear, we could have just even smashed that record even more. I know. (laughs) Jim Gaffigan would have been doubly pleased. We've still got three days to go of NeverCon episodes, games, drinks, ball pits, you name it. So if you've got time and are willing to wait in line, head down here to the Noel McGinnis virtual experience. But uh, up next, I hear we've got another game. I'll be back with you in a minute. (laughs) I remember test running that Noel McGinnis experience game. It, uh... It was really disorienting when we're you get still, really into it. We're, we're still on the beta. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> okay, I mean I, I'm doing some, some post-editing right now, and it, it should be available in the next 10 to 15 years. <laughs> well, once, I really, once I really figure out all that shit. <laughs> you know, I, my favorite part of the Noel McGinnis experience was eating cereal for three meals a day. I used to... <laughs> And I realized the reason why I was pooping so much was because of the milk. <laughs> so then I discovered oh, no, that things are all better. We're, we're, yeah, we all know you a little bit better now, Noel. Um, I mean, only a little. <laughs> just a sliver. Yeah. And that sliver is all we need to play a game. You guys want to play a game? It's a yeah, segue, but yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> Everybody, that's why we're here, right? Yes. Everybody out there yes. wants this game. Let's do it. Uh, all right, so I have the game this week, and I'm so honored to have the first game. Thank you. Of, of the first NeverCon. Uh, unfortunately, I was a bit too preoccupied in setting up the circus wheels and, and the tents, and I was eating too much funnel cake. So uh, my game is called <laughs> I Went to NeverCon 2021 and all I got was a stupid game. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this game, uh, I, once again, I'm very scared that we've done this already, but I don't think so. I should really check before I, before I make these games. Um, you should. It, it is a debate-style game. And oh. for, All right. for this one, I urge you, because it's NeverCon, just be festive with it. Uh, be be creative, as creative as you can, as weird as you can, and maybe even as horny as you can. But the last, you don't have to get that horny. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Get, get, get super fucking balls wet horny, I guess. It's what the people want. Yeah, calm down, down, guys. Um, All right, so I'm going to give you, there are three rounds. I'm going to give you three sports that are boring, menial, and just downright plain awful. You have to give me 
the best reason to make that sport watchable and playable for the future. Like changes okay. to the sport that we would changes make? to the sport. Yes. Okay. Changes to the sport. All right. Um, like I said, get as creative as you can, as weird as you can. I w- I was going to say bonus points for creativity, but I mean that's just means you're going to win the round anyway. So I don't really <laughs> need to give you bonus points. Uh, are you guys ready? Yeah. Let's yeah, do that. Let's, jump let's right play. Into it. Let's play it. All right. Oh shit! I forgot we were in Scotland. I I was going to say our first sport is soccer, but we all know that's not true. It's football. <laughs> okay. So, uh, also, it's, it's not that unpopular in Scotland, uh, but in America, it, it deserves a better audience. Everyone says it's long. People, pe- people just keep passing back and forth, and there are uh, little to no sort of bouts of quote-unquote action, as they would uh, expect in basically any other American-style game. How would you make soccer better? Um, whoever's ready first, I, I don't really Ooh. have an order. How many how many changes can we make? Any number of changes? I mean, they have one? to be they have to be fairly rational. But like, if just, you but know, like, fuck you it, know, just just go for it. I'll, I'll okay. try and jot down as, as many. Notes make as the I can. ball a little bit oblong rather yeah, than and, kicking and it. You can throw it to people filled with spikes, uh, you get and four then there's chances cars. to move it. I mean, so yeah, within reason, but you know. Sure. Well, so I think that one of the big things we need to do. To, uh, to increase passing and people dramatically trying to induce plays. Ball is now on fire. Fireball. <laughs> uh, uh, you play, uh, instead of a grass field, we're also playing on a cement court. Oh, I was going to, I thought you were going to oh, say like God. match heads or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, we don't need the grass catching fire and I don't want, uh, I don't want hard falls and, and faking it. Like if you're going down, you're skinning a knee. Uh, and the ball is on fire, so you're not going to hold it very long. This is a game of hot potato. Pass that thing, baby. <laughs> Ooh, man. All ball right. on uh, fire. Anything else? Uh, I also think that uh, more dancing mascots, hot dogs, that kind of stuff, you know. I really Americanize this. Uh, a football <laughs> made a, a full of beer in the way that you would get an, a baseball hat full of ice cream. Uh, those kinds of things. So, so more, you want something a little bit more catered to to the people watching it rather than just... Right, so there's dr- some changes to the sport, but there's some yes. certain changes to the viewing experience. Too. Interesting. So yeah, so you want you want more family-friendly things rather than just uh, uh, Green Street hooligans beating up each other in a parking exactly. lot. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I see. I, I, I did say I wanted this sport to be more fun, right? <laughs> and, then, and then Tom said hot dogs. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, all right. I, I, do, I do like the whole, the cement court to not only decrease, quote unquote, <laughs> forest fires, but also to uh, uh, hinder players from uh, taking a dive. And, you know. If you want it, you got to go inc- for it. Don't increasing the fouls. Yeah, you don't, you don't want that red card for nothing. Uh, Trevor, your rebuttal. All right. So Tom's answer is to have the players die during the game. Uh, no, not die. <laughs> Just have a better chance to die more. <laughs> 
terrible. Oh, by, so. by the way, I should mention that although we're playing on asphalt, everybody still has to wear cleats. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you hate these people, Tom? Oh, I'm fine. I rescind the cleats. You can wear sneakers. <laughs> All right, so so my change, what I would do, as you said, as you were explaining it, Noel, people find it slow. They find it boring. There's there's a lot of nuance to soccer. The reason that they have to constantly move it back and all around in a big circle across the field, player to player, is because they have to like sort of sneak it through. They have to find the little like the gaps that they the can gap kind of sneak armor. it through. Yeah. So sure. when you think about like football. Football viewership has been constantly going up because they keep making changes that help the offense. So I think soccer needs to get some changes to help the offense. Right, but isn't football, I mean, American football, American football. Uh, more rather than finding, finding a weakness in the armor, just more of a turn-based game? But on your turn, what you're trying to do is find that weakness on every play. Right, See, but they the have, thing with they soccer have, okay. is... Soccer, when you're when you're watching it, the nuance, the nuances of football happen in seconds. Each play only lasts six, seven seconds. In soccer, the play and the nuance it, it spreads out over the course of sometimes minutes. So you got to make it so that that happens faster. So first off, one change is you're not allowed to stop. I'm saying setting like a minimum speed that the players can travel. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'll uh, speed in which a bus explodes if it goes under 55 miles an hour. Uh-huh. So bomb right, so the in the ball if it stops. <laughs> minimum speed of players yep. 55 miles an hour. 55 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Guys, we have to remember we're across the pond, so it's 55 kph. Kp, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is significantly slower, but <laughs> still pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, then the other change, also helping the offense, is limit the number of players who can play defense. So oh. two, just the goalie and one guy. <laughs> Someone else <laughs> against. I mean, how 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 many people are on a are on a eleven on, a, on a, eleven on plus a soccer? Goalie. Wow. I'm pretty sure. Good for you. Yeah, and right, so usually when, when soccer teams are playing defense, they have everybody but one or maybe two all the way back. So they're really, like, they're right. causing a huge crowd, which makes it impossible to get closer. You have to, like, sit and wait and, like, pass it around in circles. And depending, so, on, and depending on different strategies, you could have at least four, maybe even more players, not including the goalie, be dedicated defensemen. Yeah. Exactly. So the change that I, I would make on top of the minimum speed is limit the number of players who can pass back into the defensive half of the field. Limit it. Pass so like if back. there's 11 players on the field, only seven of them can pass back. Like there has to be three. The other ones have to be on the offensive side. Yeah. So what that does is two things. First off, it changes the, the number of players available to defend, but also the team on offense... When they're on offense, they have to make a decision. Do we overload our offensive zone to get a, get a better scoring chance, or do we leave more people back? And if you overload the offensive zone, that leads to when a turnover happens, you just kick it down the field and you have a quick outnumbered quick rush score. to go in the other way. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Anything else? I, I, have, I have a second one, if Trevor's done, that not for points, just the thing that I thought of too late. Sure. Yeah, I'm all set. I'm good. 
You're good. Uh, you're, so, you're locking it in. All right. Yeah. So I also think alternative. Forget the fire. I think that it would be fun if soccer or football, as it's known here in Scotland, was played on ice. Uh, okay. Whoa, 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 uh, whoa. And there was oh. knives on people's feet. And the ball was really tiny. And you didn't use your feet. You used a stick. And you can just fucking kick the shit out of anyone. <laughs> See, honestly, Trevor, that's the... I really thought you were going to go the more hockey way because so hockey, is, I, hockey is fast, badass soccer. <laughs> that's kind of what I was going for. Yeah. Speed the game up. Speed let up. the offenses have a little bit more force. Right, but we can still pass back as long as we're, you know, the blue line, you know. Yeah. But yeah, you're not okay. going to need to do that as often because... Because uh, it's a big-ass fucking soccer pitch. It's a huge field, and there's fewer people defending. So you're not yeah. going to have to like constantly just back it way up to try and go forward again. I do like Trevor's way. Like it, It's a very realistic thing that, you hell, you might not be able to set those rules. Not this season, but the, the following season. Yeah. Um, but it might be a good way to watch it. However, I did ask for both of you guys to be as creative and weird as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, yours is just, unfortunately, yours is way too realistic. It makes sense. It would make the sport better. That's Thoughtful not and I, considered. That's yes, not what we're about here that's, at the Never Unfortunately, <laughs> that's not what I, that's not what I asked. I want skinned knees and, and <laughs> sprains and sprained ankles. And hot dogs. I'm sorry. I'm going to give the first point to Tom. God damn it. I, with, the, with the ball Don't on fire, too, it him. really disincentivizes holding. No hands. Yeah, it's, it's really on weird fire. how... It's, it's, it's pretty cool how you guys went at, uh, both after uh, very realistic elements in in <laughs> You uh, know, like European the ball football. not being on fire. Yeah, well, no. Uh, <laughs> drama versus speed. That's basically what I have. And who'd have thunk drama one? Come on, Trevor, get your head out of your ass. All right, I know better now. All right, well... You got two you, more rounds, so you can... You, can. you have a chance to, uh, to redeem yourself. You're going first. I'm going to alternate. And since okay. there are three rounds, I will let you guys do the, the alternative style on the third round. And then you guys each have a rebuttal. So it'll try and be as fair okay. as you can. Okay. All right, so Trevor, you go first for this round. This sport, the sport of kings... Sport of rich business owners. It's golf. Golf. Oh, boy. Now, this... I, I'm not even going to explain why this sport sucks. <laughs> Golf's fun to play. Fun to play. Horrible to watch. Yeah, I... It's, it's not a watchable thing. Even mini golf. That, that was one of my, um, my sort of pandemic sports, if you will, during the <laughs> summer. I tore the turf off of the, off of the mini golf court. Really? I averaged, I averaged a minus seven. And I, I went out maybe about 10 to 15 times. Wow. I had no idea. <laughs> Me neither. And the, it really came, the first time I went out uh, playing mini golf this summer, I hit a hole in one on hole number one. And that really sort of just kindled the fire. <laughs> so th that should not give you any inspiration. If you, if you say windmill once, I, I'm See, okay, so I'm not going to say necessarily windmill, but I am going to say deterrence. Go on. So, like, 
golf is a game of being in your head. The way you be good at golf is you get yourself out of your own head so that you can just do this one simple task over and over and over again. I say change this sport so that it's a physical, grueling experience. And rather than about being in your head, it's about just it's about your physical ability to do it. So adding things like almost like Ninja Warrior style <laughs> elements. Just about to say that, yeah. Where like, oh, you got onto the green. Well, can you get to the green? So you gotta like do like rock climbing. You gotta like battle people with those like big sticks with foam on them, just to get to where the ball is. And then you gotta have something like the time limit is really short. Like each hole has a time limit, just like Ninja Warrior. Where in, in order to you know move on to the next round in Ninja Warrior, you have to beat the I think it's something like two minutes. So in golf, so, set a time limit. You don't get a golf cart. You have to run, go through the obstacles, and then hit the ball. Damn. Okay. So quick aside, quick multimedia minute. There, there <laughs> is. Uh, I forget what it's called, but it's a re, not a reality show, but like a, a Ninja Warrior like game show about mini golf's uh, hosted by Rob Riggle. And Steph Curry. Oh, I think <laughs> yeah. I remember this. This was it, years ago, though, right? Uh, it's it's weird. It, it's I'm pretty sure it's it's kind of if it's still on, it's got to be going on its third season. But the oh, main issue of that no was, way that show stuck around. It, it's it's not because of this reason. There's, I think, between the first and second, and maybe even possibly third season, they never changed the holes. <laughs> like it was all just the same thing over and over again. <laughs> So it was just different people with different backstories that you learned about, like, a sentence and a half of of their <laughs> lives. And then you just saw Steph Curry hit, like, a 45-yard drive, I guess, on a mini golf course <laughs> or something like that. It was it was weird, but that's basically what I'm thinking about when you say, you know, it's, well, it's not about the holes themselves. It's about the journey to the holes. The name of that <laughs> show is Holy Moly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And I was on three seasons. Three seasons. All right. Yeah, I was. I was pretty enamored by it for for quite some time. (laughs) See, so I guess in a sense it'd be like that, but it's not about you know just anybody and you get to know them. It's these people have to be intense athletes to to do this sport, and then also have to be able to do the nuance necessary to play golf. So do do the strength that you have to have to do to get to the holes but also you know float like a butterfly once you get to yeah. the holes yeah it's like a uh, chess boxing chess box uh, I'm gonna write that down <laughs> that's a real thing if you what, either what? if you oh yeah it's a real thing and if you either checkmate the other player or knock them out you win I know what I, I know what I'm googling tonight, and it's not what you think. It's going to be chess boxing. <laughs> All right, so Trevor, increase hazards on and off the green. Get the strength you need to go to the hole, and then get get the nimbleness you need to get from the from the. I don't know what you call it, putting starter to to the <laughs> hole. The tee. <laughs> yes. Probably that sounds good. <laughs> Uh, all right, Tom, go ahead. All right, Noel, tell me, tell me if this is too out there, but I'm going to go in kind of an opposite direction <laughs> and give you one word. 
Anti-gravity. Jetsons. Oh, what? Oh. <laughs> that was closer than I was really thinking. <laughs> yeah, so my proposed alternative is you've got your T and you've got the hole, which is moving because it is on a floating platform just like the T. You have a jetpack. You've got one shot. Make it across. None of this can he do it in four. One shot. If you miss, tee it up again. Try for the green again. And Wait, wait. So you have... So the only way you can get a point is doing a hole-in-one? Well, not necessarily a hole-in-one, but you've got a, like a 10-foot by 10-foot uh, tee that you start on. And then like uh, a big... Uh, the size of what would be a normal green. But it's floating. And it's moving a little bit. Like, moving around. You have to get it on the green, or it's in the nothing. And it just falls to earth, where you can't get it again. So you just have to keep teeing off until you land on the green, and then you can fly over on your jetpack and putt. But you you don't have to wait for, like, oh, so Tiger made a really good shot, and now we have to wait for him to walk 100 yards so he can, you know, make another shot. And while we do that, we're going to cut over to Phil Mickelson. It's just going to be like, Tiger takes a shot, misses. Cut over to Phil. Phil makes a shot, misses. Like, oh, he landed on the green! Or, like, it's just uh, just about the single shot precision. You know what it is? It's the golf equivalent to instead of basketball, that thing you do at an arcade where you just shoot a bunch of I was, baskets. I was going to say that. It's, yeah. it's the equivalent to like a three-point contest. Exactly. <laughs> it's the it's the floating Jetsons-inspired three-point contest of golf. Interesting. That sounds unwatchable. That, <laughs> so, <laughs> that sounds uh, like golf without any of like the conclusion. Like tre- So, Trevor... you got to be good. Uh, <laughs> One, wants to be good at regular golf. <laughs> <laughs> Not that good. <laughs> Not as good as this. Uh, all right, so Trevor wants to decrease the monotony by having, uh, oh, I hate saying this phrase, between the whole obstacles. <laughs> um, that that not only divert from the physical and mental skills of golf, but simply uh, complement them, which I'm, I'm kind of into... Tom, on the other hand, wants to increase the monotony exponentially. <laughs> Where if you don't get it anywhere near it, you're you're doing it again until you are forced to retire at 65 while yeah. still playing the same tournament. <laughs> Tom, I got to say, I like where your head's at. But I, I, unfortunately, I have to go with Trevor on this one. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> by, by the way, Tom, um, that's got to have been a Futurama episode where they're trying to make uh, like a solar system into the world's largest mini golf. Or the, like the, yes. the universe. Oh, that's that's a movie. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the Futurama movies. <laughs> yeah. The last sport, this is going to hit more closer to home. I, I, I would believe so. It is the one, the only... Golf, no, uh, baseball. <laughs> so the main issue with baseball is, is you know, it's loved by the boomers, but the boomers pretty much exclusively. The average baseball game lasts, what, three and a half hours? The time between pitches alone is 
a minute. Yeah. It, it's it's it's, a lot it's, of... it's it's okay. So it's another one that's really fun to play. I'm playing a baseball video game right now. That's extremely fun. However, watching it on the television is not great. Even going to a baseball game is good because it's it's an event. You have yeah. you have friends, you have family there, you have the watching of baseball do. is not the fun part. Right. Even when you go to a baseball game, you're basically hanging out with your friends and then there's baseball going on in the field next yeah, door. Peer, yeah, peering yeah. over at the baseball field every now and then just to see what happens. Right. right. However, there's still like $16 beers. So yeah, right. how are we going to make baseball more fun, more cool, more watchable? Hmm. Okay, so I want to... I, I start, right? Uh, Go for it. Yes, yes. All right, so I want to talk a little bit first about baseball's spiritual cousin, Cricket. If you'll have me for a moment. Wow, bold move, but let's see what happens. How much do so, you actually know about cricket, Tom? Uh, some. Okay. So, Tom, if you want to change your change your argument after this, I just want to let you know, I did play a cricket video game for about three hours. I think <laughs> I was still in the first inning, and I was up 249 to nothing, and then I stopped because I thought the game was glitched. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, uh, but the, see, this is... This, and so, he this, continues. What, what boldness. No, so what this, is, this is my... This is my I point. think I know where he's going with this. He is the element of courage. So, uh, cricket, traditional, original cricket... Sure. ...was yeah. a seven-day game. So, I, I could have just been playing an actual game of cricket. Yes. Oh, my God. No. Scores, scores regularly got into the thousands... And it was, a, it was beloved by the people who were playing it, but nobody wanted to watch it. Oh, sure. So uh, in, I think, the 70s, maybe even in the 90s... Yeah, it was, it was late. Yeah, it was recently, India innovated and made it a four-hour game. And its That's popularity skyrocketed. still so long. And then more recently, in the past five years, they have put a one-hour cap on profession on a, a new league of cricket with a one hour cap yeah one hour, scoring okay. ex- is works the exact same way but you just can't go as long so scores don't get as high games are faster paced it's more intense it's more intense and it fits better on a tv schedule yeah so and its popularity oh. is insane it is insane like there's there's cricketers who are making like i don't even know if that's what you call them who are yeah. like making like professional soccer player money you oh know, yeah. I mean, it's big and where it's big, exactly like soccer. Yeah, but it's. Yeah. It, I think it's yeah. the number two sport in the world. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, particularly in India, in England, it was seen as a bastardization until people were like, "Wait, this is fucking amazing!" Uh, and it started to take off around the world, everywhere that like England had a colony at some point. Like that still is, has any interest in cricket is all about this one-hour version of the game. So that's essentially what my concept for baseball is. Baseball is slow it takes too long the moments when things happen are exciting but there's too much gap in between them i see a great pitch a cool hit and then i'm ready for more and it takes so long for things to get going in that i've stopped paying attention i've gone to the other room i've looking at my phone right. and then when the ne- next pitch and hit comes i'm not paying attention anymore so my my solution for baseball is again a one-hour cap on games we need to uh, incentivize a sped-up process where it's like, okay, you hit, you 
move to first base or you're out. Next person, go, go, go. And this might involve like a system in which the pitcher has a device next to him that gives him more balls. So it's just like okay. pitch, throw, pitch, throw. Question for you, Tom and Trevor. I'm going to ask you the same question, so assume I, I would be. Uh, the baseball season right now lasts 162 games. That's right. Is there going to be a cap on that as well, or, or what's happening? How, how are you that, going to make... I, that I'm not sure about. I mean, I okay. guess it depends how much more entertaining an actual game of baseball becomes. Like, I'm fine with that if each game is fast-paced, thrilling, and, like, isn't wearing people down so that they have to be like, uh, I played really hard in the first half, but second half, like, I'm tired, so yeah. I'm not going as hard. And um, I, did, I did have something that is... Is not what you said, but it could be sort of an organic evolution of it. Is the potential for triple headers, three games in one day? <laughs> well, that's the thing: is that if you cut down to one hour and then do a triple header, it's shorter than a standard baseball game already. And that that ultimately, yeah. if if not forced, if it's just like, oh no, there are too many rain delays, we have to make it up this way, it still shortens up the season. My one last question for you, Tom: How do you? Focus on extra innings slash overtime. Oh, damn, I was gonna tear him apart on that. <laughs> you still can. You still can. I'm, I, I, Trevor, I expect. I'll, I'll see what his you, answer is, and I'll tear yeah. that apart. Okay. Thanks. So yeah. I think every, that, every question that I ask to Tom, I'm, I'm expected that I'm asking it to both of you, and you both should should be answering it. Okay. I think that your standard extra innings process works fine. Games so rarely go to extra innings. Most games that go into extra innings come out of extra innings in a single inning. But if you also, if you speed things up, although people, people are going to be playing more intensely and more errors are going to start happening in those extra innings, periods, which suggests that it'll be easier to score the winning run, you know. I, I was really thinking about this. This is the only sport in our main sports, baseball, basketball, football, hockey, that really relies on the whole we're not going to time it sort of thing which right <laughs> like you know playing playing baseball is fun watching sure. people play baseball can be fun it's the watching people get ready to play baseball that is not fun <laughs> right yeah you're not sort of timing up you know pitch times or stretching times or anything like that you just want to do this one universal umbrella hey you have an hour, let's go now. Right. And I think that timing innings is an important part of it, too, because otherwise it's just like, all right, we st- we stretched the first inning as long as oh, we can. Oh, and we're up by a couple runs. Let's fucking jack off in the field. Right. We're just going to pick our teeth. Not and- literally, you guys. God, you Scots. Uh, Weird. See, that's... That's the the big issue I was having with what Tom was saying. Okay, uh, is that this will, turns will, into? Hold on, hold on, hold on, okay. hold on. I'm going to ask uh, Tom. Uh, don't answer this now, but think about it for your rebuttal. Is how do you divvy up the time per inning if you have to sort of time the innings and then also time the entire game itself? I'll let you think about that, Tom. Now, Trevor, go ahead and state your piece. All right. So, one of the big things about baseball is stats. Stats is what it's all about. People who love baseball don't care that it's really moving slow. What they love is the stats. The the pitchers have these different types of pitches. They work in these certain situations. It's a game between the pitcher and the batter. I think you, you keep that 
I think that having a time limit just between pitches, but not on the whole game, not on the innings, not on things like that, just like a maximum time between pitches is all that you need to change that. However, my big change would be fewer people in the field. Seems to be an overlying theme, but Art can't go on. (laughs) Also, people trying to stop the runner. So I'm thinking something like all four bases, but you're not allowed to stop at the first or third one. You have to keep going. To you have to keep going. You have to, or maybe even like third. You have to. You have to go all the way to third. Triple and then or bust. Triple home run or nothing. So there's fewer people in the field, which means when you're batting, there's more places you can hit it to where you're going to do these these intense runs. There's people trying to get in your way when you're running. Maybe not tackling, but just like general standing in your way, which brings saying, in the elements of athleticism about watching like jukes and spins as they're trying to get around these people who are in their way. They have to get all the way to third base. The ball landed over in a corner, nowhere near where there was a fielder. So there's somebody running across the field trying to get it, get the ball all the way over to tag the guy. But you're so saying adds, base running interference is legal. Yes. And encouraged, you know. Yeah. The numbers, I'm not totally sure about how many people you get to have in the field. Maybe, like, you have the same number I mean, of players, but some of them there's seven, have, like... I mean, or eight, yeah. Yeah, uh, there's nine, but... Well, no, the catcher's not in the field. They, they could run out and get in the way. Well... I, mean, <laughs> I don't know what the strategies were. They're, they're right be. there in line to body block between third and home. And honestly, yeah. I wouldn't even want my pitcher to do that. That's like you know a quarterback sliding if they ran. Like that's a <laughs> that's a pretty important aspect. So insane. I mean, inherently, it might be even seven. You know. So here's here's what it would look like. There would be, I'm thinking, same number of people out on the field. However, so there's nine. There's a pitcher, a catcher and then seven others. Of those seven, only three get to have their hands not tied behind their back. <laughs> the, other four, the other four literally have their hands tied behind their back. They're only there to get in the way of the runner. But their hands are tied, so four. they can't tackle them. They can only get in their way. They can try and drop a shoulder into them. They like Whatever it takes to try and keep them. Maybe there's like a, a safe area around the base where they're not like allowed to be blocking them. Add a limit of time between pitches. You know, just like in football, there's the play clock. You keep the aspect of baseball that is the nuance of it, that people love, the stats, the pitcher versus the hitter, but you change what the action is. Because in baseball, the action is you ju- is so minimal and happens like so quickly, but fewer people out there playing the ball means that you have more opportunity to have these intense plays happen where people are running and they're juking and trying to spin and get around people. And then also, you know, big contact and, you know, keeping the stats. Trevor, I got to say, you're really about... It's the journey, not the destination for you, huh? <laughs> I mean, what are, what are you watching sports for? You the, can just look up the score uh, in the morning. Li- literally <laughs> the destination. <Yeah. laughs> all right, sorry. Go ahead, Tom. I was just going to say, uh, the recurring theme here is the way to make all of these sports better for Trevor is make them football. <laughs> like, or no, this is very yeah. different from football. It, add, make it a full contact sport. Add a play clock. It, uh, it is make like, it as close to, to football without sort of bastardizing the sport, which I guess is is basically the very theme of this game. 
but yeah, I, I definitely do see seem a common trend. I'm just I'm looking at this sport. You say, what are the issues? Well, the issues are the speed and the things that are happening aren't all that exciting. Uh, no, and I understand, and you definitely delivered. Uh, the thing I want you to think about your rebuttal, um, as Tom delivers his, is that the biggest issue I have is you want four people in the field to just have their hands tied. Is yeah. there any way you their could sort of... Their entire job is no, to no, get no, in no, the no, way. No, 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 no. Don't tell me that's now. This is your rebuttal. <laughs> All right. Tom, Tom, if you can, go ahead. Okay, so here's here's what I'm, I'm going to say. Each half of an inning is 10 minutes. Strict timer. Doesn't stop unless there's a serious injury on the field. Three innings. That's a total of 60 minutes. Wait, sorry. Uh, 10 minute half innings. Okay. And here's here's the thing that adds some extra drama. When that 10 minute timer happens, you switch. But if the fielding team is able to get three batters out before that 10 minute time elapses, the inning ends when it normally would in a regular game of baseball, and the defense earns a run. I like that. A defensive, defensive scoring. Run. Yeah. Defensive score. So that means that the defense is still really incentivized to get outs as opposed to just like, you know, it's like, well, if I only throw one pitch in 10 minutes, there's no way they're going to score a run. It's like, well, neither are you, and they're going to do the same thing right back. But if you play the best goddamn defensive game you can and are able to, I'll even go so far as to say it is 20 minutes per inning without a 10-minute cap. So that, like, or rather, you get all the minutes added to your half of the next inning. If uh, So it's like... man. God damn it, Tom. That is a fucking sexy thing to say. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, oh. There are so many flaws. There are so many flaws here. All right. Uh, tre- Trevor, go ahead, Tom. I got to say, well done. That's good. This is, this is just asking for it to turn into the last two minutes of basketball, but it's the entire sport. The two the most entire... exciting minutes of basketball? Yeah, but it's just timeouts and nothing happening, and then all of a sudden one quick thing happens, and then nothing, and then... It like, but but is it is it also not overtime in hockey? No, it's completely different from overtime in hockey. Tom's only saying there's a time limit on the inning. Well, they're still going to stand there. They're going to wait around. They're going to do a whole like if a team's up three oh. to nothing, and it's the last inning. Like, why throw a pitch? Sit there, wait out the time limit. You don't need that defensive point. You know what? Fuck it. Go wild, Tom. If you got if you got any rebuttal during <laughs> his rebuttal, just fucking it's 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 going to be a super smash. He's got Brothers nothing. He's got nothing. Brawl I mean, right I mean, now. We're we're functionally creating a new game here. I understand that I'm not like. Oh no, what but I that, have that's perfect. That's entirely but, the point. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, uh, maybe there is a uh, a delay of game penalty. Like you know, you get you get dinged. You know, I'm not saying that there aren't situations where you might say we're up by so much, like we're just going to take a knee. And also, guys, point, like, you're you're not trying to figure out the entire nuances on how to make one one yeah. of the oldest sports in the world. I'm sort just of, saying, you know, better. Right. Like I'm saying, just, I'm seeing a lot of holes in. Yeah, Trevor just doesn't have anything good to add to his, so he's trying to. Because it's so great to be good. Well, Trevor, um, uh, I. You're holding four people on your on your team hostage at a time. Well, yeah, because what you want is <laughs> what you what you want is action. The thing that oh, happens yeah, is no, I I wasn't I wasn't. 
dissing you on that. It was just four people have their hands tied. Can we not just have four fewer people left on, on the field? Well, the, the idea is you have people I out just, there who are playing the ball. I just want to reduce the number of hostages. Is all. <laughs> <laughs> they're not hostages. They're doing it willingly. The point is... <laughs> See, the, the, the reason I'm saying tied behind their back is because when you look at something like soccer, you're not allowed to grab people. You're not allowed to use your arms in any way to hinder people. Sure, but you're not But they allowed do it to... anyway. So yeah. if you tie their hands behind their backs, all they have is their ability to get in the way. And then you have the other players out there who are doing the old school baseball thing, playing the ball, going and running it down, trying to catch it, trying to get the guy out at third. It adds excitement into every single Only play. third. Well, yeah, because you have to run all the way to third. Right. <laughs> so basically, you guys are pretty much going after the same thing. You want to... I think make... not at all. You... He's no, saying no, no, the no, same no. sport. My version keeps in all the current nuances of baseball that people like. Yet more hostages. So Tom wants to... <laughs> How many <Wicked>. hostages? <laughs> They're tied. <laughs> They're tied up. So Tom wants to... All right, this is going on way too long. Tom wants to quicken this game up by reducing the entire game time. Trevor wants to quicken the time up by increasing, for lack of a better term, wild plays and scoring and everything like that, where it's just a free-for-all. Is that not correct? It's a good yeah. description of mine. Uh, bring the athleticism out of the game. Yeah. Sure. This is a tough one. Is it? It is. Pretty I mean, sure I won okay. by a mile here. So... <laughs> A Trevor and I are in agreement. This is not a tough one. <laughs> We're different depending on who who wins. But So initially, when I started this game, I wanted you guys to say, hey, make it weird, make it creative, make it horny. Y'all, Hands y'all tied did. behind their backs. Y'all, uh, three for three. <laughs> I was going to say, y'all... Wait, did you say that for your other two games too? <laughs> no, he's saying he got he got uh, okay. creative, creative, and weird, horny, and horny. <laughs> yeah, Tre- Trevor, you really got the whole bondage thing worked out. <laughs> it's it's and and then you just said triple home run or bust, and my middle school mind just went fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so props to you. Tom, the one thing I have to say is I, I do like the defensive score and, and the, um, the, the cell phone plan. You don't, you don't use the time so, so it goes <laughs> over to you, for lack of a better term. Fuck, Trevor, I would like to see four people in the field <laughs> of baseball just running around with their hands tied behind their Yeah, backs. I'm thinking like straight jackets. Sure, <laughs> you can do that too. However, I don't think that would be funny for very long. It would just turn into the old boring sport of baseball with, with Tom's sort of... No, because uh, imagine no, a no, guy who has up. to get shut to up. third and there's shut somebody up. in his way. The jukes, the spins, dropping you your shoulder whatever, into them. You can say whatever you want. It's like watching... Uh, I'm not going to make a football reference again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think Tom's sort of uh, roll, rollover style of time and the, de- the defensive score. How? It's, it's How not horny. It's not it's wild. It's not weird. It's not wild. It is but it none is, of the things you wanted. <laughs> it is damn well creative. I have to give this game to Tom. Congratulations, Tom. God damn it. Yes! 
that 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 is that is wrong. And the, is the that only is. reason why I judged that by because it was so close was just how much I could watch it in a certain season. I f- I feel like Tom Tom did it. Tom is the victor, and this has been my game. I went to NeverCon 2021, and all I got was a stupid game. <laughs> Which is well, just got, uh, uh, Feel free to buy, buy our Redbubble t-shirts of this, because there's no way I'm not going to make a t-shirt of this. We've, we're going to take a quick break. If you head to the back of the room, there's juice and cookies! Woo! We'll be right back. Yay. We also have corn dogs and Ferris wheels. <laughs> We cut away from your regularly scheduled The Never Games with breaking news from Noel. Hello, Trevor. I'm over by the porta potties near the Moo Moo Melon main stage in the Dave Matthews Covered in Honey Mustard Memorial Auditorium here at NeverCon 2021. And, and I, I, I don't know how to try and explain it, but there's been a massive volcano that just jutted out of God's own green earth. I, I don't understand how this happened, but I have been talking to Skibs McTavish a local volcanologist who is in charge of investigating this near-impossible, spontaneous earth zit. He has said that this is not completely unheard of, as it did happen once before in Los Angeles back in 1997. He did seem pessimistic, though, as without the help of Tommy Lee Jones and Anne Hesch, that this day would almost turn into a bummer. I am questioning his credibility since he wasn't wearing a shirt, and I interrupted him from doing a swan dive into the mud pit from the porta potties. However, on an unrelated note, I did talk to someone who I can neither confirm nor deny was William H. Macy, and he did say that this is now the third best convention he's ever been to. I will update you with anything I have, but until then, from the porta potties, I am Noel McGinnis, and this is Never News Now. Today's special NeverCon episode of The Never Games is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel-tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released, and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you're able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. I absolutely love having this thing. When I'm around the convention center, I know I've always got my stuff on hand thanks to DB. We're teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10, POD10, or going to the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on, time to get going. All right, guys, it is time to reveal last week's answer to Feed Between the Lines. This one, it was a tough one, but I think that just a little bit of research would, would have given it to you. Like our listener Marcus did. Congratulations to Marcus getting it right. The, the theme last week was Danny Pudi. Famous, yeah, famous for his role as Abed in Community, and also uh, he plays a character in Mythic Quest who is almost exactly the opposite of Abed, and he nails it. <laughs> it's it's really really great. He he's a great actor. He does voice acting. He produced the documentary that was in the other question. You know, now that I think about it, didn't you say his last name in one of the 
choices in Pootie Shoe? Pootie Shoe was yeah, the... Pootie Shoe. Oh, uh, spelled <laughs> differently. It uh. doesn't. It, that you do realize that doesn't translate over that well in radio, right? <laughs> Yes. All right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, doesn't matter. We we all still got it wrong over here. So so congratulations, Marcus. Yeah. And congratulations, Marcus, on getting to come to NeverCon. He was able to answer that ahead of time. He answered it the day the episode came out. We were able to get him tickets, get him out here, and he's here with us at NeverCon. He's got front row tickets. have another update from Noel on the ground here at NeverCon. Noel, can you hear us? Yes, Trevor, thank you. Once again, I am reporting by the Porta Potties near the Moo Moo Melon stage at the Dave Matthews Covered in Honey Mustard Memorial Auditorium here at NeverCon 2021. I come bearing some results regarding the volcano that now houses our balcony seats. I try to get in touch with Skibs Metavish, the quote-unquote volcanologist who is heading the investigation. And as I found him passed out with a corndog shoved up every orifice, I knew I have to figure this out by myself. As I approach this geyser of hell, this shower of Hephaestus, this diarrhea of Satan himself, I realized what had happened. This is no geological one-off. This is just an organizational perfect storm. Two of our sponsors, Pepe Marie's Paper Mache and Ham and Armor's Baking Soda, had booths right next to each other. Harmless on their own, but when mixed with the near-lethal amount of apple cider vinegar the vegan hippie crowd was ingesting, it resulted in a middle school science project you had to see to believe. Never expected, but should have been anticipated. This was just a mere inevitability of compounds, combinations, and consequences that resulted in the greatest balcony seats a venue has ever seen. Live from the Porta Potties, I'm Noel McGinnis, Toilet Correspondence, and this is the Never News Now. Trevor? Wow. Thank you for that report, Noel. I'm so glad to hear that the people we thought were covered in lava are actually just covered in baking soda and vinegar. Hey, everybody, we're back with the break! Yeah. <laughs> How you doing out there? Yeah. I mean, oh, it's, it's got to be a lot better. The volcano was not a real volcano, guys. Every, everyone's relieved. Yeah, that's, that's really great those of you who are concerned, stop. Uh, it's just the best best balcony seats ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we, uh, we're going to go into the crowd for some Q&A. That's All right, we've got yes. uh, we've got some people lined up. Go ahead. Yeah, it looks uh, like we got a we got a mic down over there. We do have a mic down also stage right. So yeah, yeah. feel free. Do not just, crowd any mics. Just uh, bring the mic a little bit closer. We're, we're not hearing you. Can you say that again? Uh, can you tap the mic. Tap the mic. Is that mic not working? I think yeah, that might not be working. Do you want to hold on? Shit. Tap that other one over there. Okay, well, okay, it we're looks like our mics are not working, so that's great. Uh, just shout your questions. How about that? It's not going to be great radio, but but at least we can do whatever you we'll, can for the you live know, guys. It, it won't show up great on the episode, but we'll yeah, be able to hear it. We'll our it. answers will be recorded. It's fine. We're having we're having fun in the now. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, first first question. Go ahead. This question is for Noel. 
Alright, alright. Kind of a weird moisturizer to use. I love what you got going on there and I wanna I wanna recreate it myself. Well oh god. Thank you very much. I'm I'm flat. Such a kind question. All all I all I use is uh, extra virgin. All olive oil and it's great. <laughs> it, it it gets rid of the flakes and it makes my it makes my mane nice and shiny. <laughs> Wait, do you do you like have like a, a little tub of it and you just like dip your chin in? Yeah, sometimes I do like to use balsamic vinegar too if I if I'm feeling sort of more more of an earthy crunchy feel. Um, but yeah, mo- mostly it's it's just that EVU. All right, good to know. Wow, that is. That explains a lot of things. This is why you always look greasy. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, next question. Yeah, my question is for everybody. Uh, what are, are there any things that didn't make it into an episode that you think the, the fans would love to hear about? Uh, looks like the question was, are there any things that didn't make it into an episode we'd want to tell them about? Uh, so uh, it really depends. That we do want to tell them about? Um, <laughs> there is only one God, and that is Trevor. Um, <laughs> so a, lo- a lot of my running gags are just when- whenever <laughs> I-, I want to That's cut right. something, I'll just he'll say it mid sentence. I'll, I'll, I'll just say it. The, it it became the, such a thing that I have actually started collecting the times that Noel goes Noel makes a terrible joke and then goes, "All right, you can you, you can cut that out." And that's so. available for you for the guys on Patreon for $500. <laughs> no. $3 a month. We're going to we're going <laughs> to re- release it for free at some point. I uh, uh, <laughs> going to get cut the episode. Um <laughs> I, I think the thing that is worth noting is that uh, for the first season, maybe s- season and a half, I recorded the entire episode laying down in bed. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I guess my answer would just, of course, the Noel getting asked to cut out is a is a thing that the fans don't really know about. It yeah, is that's frequent. that's like a that's a big sort of thing in yeah. our in our <laughs> sort of behind the curtain sort of thing. <laughs> Other than that, there was uh, there was that other host that we had for the first four episodes. You know, they didn't say much, so we were able to just completely cut them out of the episodes. And uh, yeah, they oh, never got credit. Steve. Never. Yeah. Yeah. Steve. He uh, he was the, very the, very mean. Yeah, yeah. it was it was it was Steve from Blues Clues for those of you. Yeah. Oh no! Terribly mean guy. Way to go. <laughs> and quiet. Not good at speaking up. All right, we got another we got another question there. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't there for that. Yeah, uh, Tom wasn't there. It's just Nolan Trevor combined. <laughs> yeah. that, okay. All right. I think we've got time for one, two more questions. What do you guys think? Uh, let's do one yeah. more. Let's, let's one more. All right. Um, we've got one question left. Let's shout it out to should we go, uh, go hoodie guy. Okay. Okay. Deep. Do you want to go deep back? Screw you, I mean, hoodie yeah, guy. Yeah. No. Uh, that's, covered. Covered in baking soda and that, vinegar. Let's you. get. Yeah. The 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 volcano balcony. If you can. Oh, favorite game we've ever played. It's a tough one. So, so we've done. I mean, granted, we've done a couple callback games where we keep it going, but there was yeah. one episode where everyone else died except for me and Trevor, where we did a clip show, which oh, was yeah. just 
what can we do with 10 minutes on the clock until we have to record, which was, <laughs> honestly, it was one of the hardest things we've had to do, but I feel like it came out yeah, fell together nicely, well. I think. Yeah. Um, I hate to be selfish, but I do love the whole, um, the, uh, the internet polls for, for advertising. Oh, Gaming the Game Face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gaming the Game Face. There are a lot of games that I absolutely love, but from a selfish, selfish point of view, I always like my games because they're games that were, like, made by me and therefore fit my, like, interests. <laughs> oh, and sure. I mean, yeah. I, I just had a game that I made, so yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed our special episode that was The Curious Case of the Connor Kidnapping Caper. <laughs> That uh, uh, most of it, which is up on Patreon. I do have to. Oh man, there is one recently making a uh, making the storytelling one. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say I really loved that. I loved running it too. I would love to play it at some point. Because even if you do that again, you can start from absolutely nothing. Oh yeah, there's nothing. Like you could run an identical game and have a completely different result. Yeah. That was a good. That was a good one. I'm proud of me on that. Yeah, pat on the back. <laughs> we all chose our own games. <laughs> We're nothing if not narcissists. Yes, and that's why we record the... ourselves for two hours a week. And with that, <laughs> let's let's keep the street going, shall we? Some great questions, guys. Thank you. Yes, thank you for that. Thank yeah. you, everybody. Sorry, sorry, we can't answer anyone else's, but yes. Hey everyone, this is Trevor and I am live on the grounds here at NeverCon 2021. I'm standing in front of the world's largest ball pit. It is the size of a football field and 40 feet deep. And Noel jumped in about 25 minutes ago. We've seen no sign of him since then, but I think that somebody alerted the authorities, so I'm sure that'll just work itself out. However, right next to this, a huge crowd has gathered, and they're going crazy over what might be my favorite attraction here at NeverCon. It's a huge deal. It is the world's smallest ball pit. It is just a ping pong ball in a solo cup, but I'm going to try and work my way through the crowd here and see if I can interview somebody who's got a good line of sight on it. So I'm just going to, sorry, excuse me, thanks. Oh, God, dear, they're, they're playing beer pong with it. Hey, stop that. Stop it. Stop, stop recording. Hey, stop that. What are you doing? This is, this is supposed to be art, you fucking... Pro- I said stop recording. All right, guys, I think it might be time to get into our last game of the day. All right. And we have something special for the crowd here at NeverCon. This is a brand new game. The name of this game is Counting Chickens. All right. The way that this is played is I have got five different items here that each have a numeric value. They all are around the same idea. And on each of them, these two are going to have to try and guess what that numeric value is. However far they are off by, that number gets added to their score. Throughout the game, the scores accumulate, and at the end, whoever has the lowest score wins. So. All right. Jesus. Okay, so there's no, there is no wiggle room. There is not. There's a lot of leeway in the way that this game can be played. You can go with super huge numbers for super huge differences. I didn't quite do that. The topic that my 
Counting Chickens game is going to revolve around is the number of years that different rulers were in power for. So the number of okay. years that these rulers had reign over their empire or city-state or whatever it was. Sounds good. Let's go. I am going to give you the ruler. You just have to tell me how long their reign lasted. First up is King Tut. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm losing. <laughs> I'm, I'm so bad at this. I'm going to say seven years. I'm going to say he died at 13 years, I think. I'm going to say 12 years. And Noel says 12 we're just saying how long he was in power for, right? Yes. From okay. the time that he became the emperor of... Or not the emperor, the... Uh, Pharaoh. Pharaoh to the time that, in, he, in his case, the time that he died. But respectively, the, the ruler of what... Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah, all, yeah, right, yeah. all right. All right. All right. So, King Tut actually ruled from the age of nine until he was killed at the age of 19. <gasps> So that's 10 years, which means that Noel was off by two, Tom was off by three. So that's where your score's hey. been All right, round number two, Alexander the Great. Uh, 20 years. Tom's going 20. So we're just, we don't, we don't have any clues or... The clue is knowing things about Alexander the Great. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. The good. Um, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 30, 35. Ta- or Noel's going 35. All right. Alexander the Great reigned for 13 years. Oh, that was not close. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Both of you went over. But Tom, Tom won by like a plus one, right? Tom said 20. Oh. You said oh. 35. I mean, scores so now. Long, yeah. <laughs> so Tom was off by seven. Noel, you were off by 22. So I'm getting it now. It's, yeah. it's fine. This is the first <laughs> time we've played it. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. So total scores after two rounds. Noel is at 24, and Tom is at 10. Round three, we have Cleopatra. How long was Cleopatra in power for? And Cleopatra ruled with her brother for a time and then also with uh, two separate husbands and also with a son. But she was yeah. still a but, co-ruler, right. in it, including all of that time. I'm going to say 52. 52 for Tom. I, I'm, I just I don't even know what to say anymore because now I feel like Tom, Tom, Tom's already won. <laughs> well, I could be off by 54 years. Yeah. So. I'm going to say... Twenty-two. I know it's not going to cut the difference. Twenty-two. I'm just trying to make any sort of leeway. All right. So, fun thing about this game: don't count your chickens before they hatch. Actual reign of Cleopatra: twenty-one years. Oh wow! So Tom was off by thirty-one. Noel, you are off by only one, which means that the score is now Noel has 25 and Tom has 41. Noel, you're now well in the lead. <laughs> As we go into round number four. Out of how many? Out of five. Okay. Yeah. How long was Caesar in power for? Which one? 
Julius. Okay. Which Orange one? or regular? <laughs> Orange Julius Caesar salad. Uh, and uh, just so you know, Caesar, he took on Rome, he occupied the city, then he defeated the main army, but that had to be that was outside of the city, and then he came back and declared himself or was declared the Emperor. I think it was like dictator or something, like a loose translation of dictator. And it, it, that is uh, when his reign started. That was when he officially became. I'm going to say six years. It's time to say in six. Twelve. Noel is going twelve. All yeah. right. I don't know why it just feels right for me. So... Julius Caesar only reigned for three years before he was killed. Yeah. So, Noel was off by nine. Tom was off by three. Which means the scores now, Noel is at 34. Tom is at 44. So there's a 10-year difference as we move into the final round. Last up, King Henry VIII who, of course, is known for having six wives. Many of them died, and he split England from the Roman Catholic Church in order to be able to divorce his wives. I'm Henry VIII, I am, I am. I've been eating since 6 a.m. <laughs> well, Tom my, knows more about this guy than I do. <laughs> my name's synonymous with gluttony. I'm always seen eating a turkey or a ham. Oh, he was a fat guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you guess first, Noel <laughs> I say eight Noel uh, says eight I'm going to say 25 Oh, no <laughs> <laughs> All right uh, I think it might be higher than that I uh, gotta say, objectively, I like this game <laughs> But subjectively, I hate this game <laughs> So, uh, Sorry, Tom, what did you say? I said 25. 25. That's so much more. All right. Henry VIII actually reigned for 36 years. Jesus. Which means... I I was like, he started at age 8. He died at age, like, 45. Uh, 37? Nah, I'm just going to say 25 for easy math. (laughs) So, that is it. In the last round, Noel said eight. He was off by 28 years, <laughs> leaving him with a total score of 62. And Tom said 25, off by 11 years, leaving him with a total score of 55. Honestly, yeah. congratulations, Tom, on being the first winner of Counting Chickens. I Yeah. Yeah, that was actually a really close one. Congrats to Tom. I feel like I'm going to like this game a lot when it's yeah. not. Yeah, maybe. I'm looking forward to it. There's a lot of great topics for it, too. Well, I know we're all tired. Let's just jump into some fake ads. Yeah, this has been a long yeah, episode. Yeah, let's just do fake ads. All right. Today's episode of The Never Games is brought to you by the Glasgow Airport. <laughs> More than 1.7 million passengers travel through the Glasgow Airport every year and have phenomenal connections to all over Europe. If you want to go somewhere great from Scotland, like Greece, Rome, Paris, or if you want to come to NeverCon, 
Yeah. The Glasgow Airport has everything you could possibly need, including a McDonald's, <laughs> some benches, and even, if you look really hard, a wall outlet that you can plug your phone into. That's the Glasgow Airport at Glasgow. <laughs> Today's episode is presented by Present Ted. You've heard TED Talks on topics from tech to architecture, devoured hours of profound inner power lectures, even adored through amateurs, you're pretty sure spoke just conjecture. Now TED has taken a turn from presentations to meditations. Just spend 10 with TED for annihilation of your ruminations. Let TED into your head with present TED. Did you try present TED and sigh and go, why was I not represented in present TED? You may be interested in present Ted Bye. Find the find the time to look inside with the LGBTQ community with present Ted Bye. Just go to presentted.edu today. Present Ted, presence worth spreading. <laughs> the, the Never Games is also brought to you by Mistake a Wish Foundation. <laughs> oh god damn it. God damn it. <laughs> uh, fuck. Do you want to treat your super sick family member or friend, but you feel like some charities aren't really pulling their weight? Well, <laughs> well, best you learn about Mistake a Wish Foundation. Do you, do you want a weird video game character to be made in your likeness? Fucking lame, bro. Instead, we can pull, put your consciousness into a video game and you can never leave. Or how about this? God damn it. Why see your favorite football team from a luxury box when you can have Timmy Brady shoot you an absolute laser while you're in the slot only to be reamed by a 250-pound linebacker? <laughs> All these options can be yours and more. Mistake a wish foundation. We know you're gonna die, so let us help. <laughs> God. Real All dark. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, after that, uh, I would like to thank everyone for attending the first live episode of NeverCon 2021. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you for listening. Give us a like, a follow, and a subscribe anywhere you get great podcasts. And be sure to give us a rating. It helps more than you know. And thank you for the entire state of Bookman Scotland. You have been an absolute marvel. And we do have a Patreon at patreon.com slash games. Uh, what you can get is bonus content and personalized prizes that start as little as $1 a month. It keeps the, the single light bulb in our recording studio going. And reach out to us. You know, we did a quick little Q&A during today's episode. We love answering your questions, so send us an email. Hello at thenevergames.com. Or find us on social media at the underscore never underscore games. Or give us a phone call, 406-GAMES-24. And find all of this on our website, thenevergames.com, along with all of the music done by our in-house band, Good Dent. Thank you to everyone who has made this possible. Thank you for everyone that, that, that came to it. 
Thank you for everyone that that has just yeah, give some noise. Been yeah, a part it. of it. This has been an absolutely insane experience. Thank you, Glasgow. Thank yeah. you, thank you, the listeners. Thank you, everyone that gave us a question. This has been the Never Games. Do we play games? Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> this has been a Cinebox Studios production. Good night, Bogotá. We've got we've got eleven by ten and eight by twelve, and as well as shower curtains with Trevor in his underwear. <laughs> By the way, I should mention that although we're playing on asphalt, everybody still has to wear cleats. (laughs) (laughs) Minimum speed of players. 55 miles an hour. 55 miles an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, 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 sorry. The name of that show is Holy Moly. Tom, on the other hand, wants to increase the monotony exponentially. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to reduce the number of hostages, is all. (laughs) They're not hostages, they're doing it willingly. The point is. (laughs) (laughs) See, the. Zero is also not a prime number. Fine. Three, five, seven, nine. Not nine. <laughs> three, two. Three. He skips two. Fine. Whatever. Two, three, <laughs> five, nine, eleven, seven. Not nine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know what? Fuck, fuck all this. What, what were the options again?